So as of recording, I've just come back from a four-day holiday with my family. It's November the 7th, and I've realized it's just about time for my yearly (laughs) podcast and blog talking about how to survive Christmas season, how to deal with the Christmas season, how to not go insane during the Christmas season. But (laughs) what I find interesting is I'm clearly in a better state than I usually am, because usually I put this, or I think to put this out around... I don't know, December 15th, right about when it's, you know, in the thick of it and I'm feeling super overwhelmed. So, you know, good sign I'm improving. We are getting there and I'm able to better pre-plan and see the need for preemptive action to stay sane during the festive season. So I've titled this podcast and there's an accompanying blog that I'm going to link in the show notes or you'll be able to just read through uh, called The Neurodivergent Guide to avoiding overwhelm and staying sane this Christmas season. That's what the blog's called, and that's what the podcast is going to be about. Basically, what I want to give you is some of the stuff that I do to stay sane. And like I said, click the link, uh, read through the blog post, and it will be sort of there and succinct and summarized and all of this sort of stuff. So what you're going to get here is me off the top, and in the blog post, you will get a little bit more refined and sort of dot point summaries of what we're doing here. But the basic premise is this. Life is overwhelming regardless obligations, expectations, all of those things, just stimulus, right? Life's overwhelming. We get it. You get it. If you're listening to me, you understand. Maybe you've got a history of trauma. Maybe you've got some um, issues in the past. Maybe you're dealing with mental health, mental illness, neurodivergence, all of these things. It's hard. And, you know, you speak to people with, you know, quote unquote, normal (laughs) mental states, normal upbringings, normal pasts. There is such a thing, but everyone struggles. This season is tough. You know, add to that social and financial pressures. It's a mess. How do you stay sane? How do you deal with this? Because it adds extra pressure. This Christmas season adds extra pressure. There's more things to do, people to see, parties to attend, breakups. If you've got kids, you've got to deal with that extra layer of all of their obligations and their needs and their stuff that just ramps up over this season. We love it. We love our family. We love our jobs. We love our friends, but it's a lot. And if you're already sort of skirting the edge of being able to cope, this season adds extra pressure. So with that preamble out of the way, what can you do? My best bet would be to suggest that you plan ahead and prioritize. Plan ahead and prioritize. So I have a diary that has every day of the week just put in there and I'm writing down exactly what I've got on when. And I can see, okay, I've got this, this, Uh, social obligation here, this trip there, this holiday here, this commitment there. And I can see where it looks like on my life. Because if you just say, okay, on the 7th, I've got this event. And on the 12th, I've got this event. It's hard to sort of know exactly how far apart they are. Well, Christmas is a week away from that. So, But if you see it, you can sort of visually see the days, it gets easier. And then it becomes, so, so we're talking about planning ahead and prioritizing. I like to put in what the most important things are up front ahead of time. Okay, these are the 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 stones that can't be moved, the rocks, the boulders, where the where the stream must flow around, right? This might be for you a Christmas day with your close family. It might be a work function. Who knows what it is for you? But put those big things that you cannot avoid, that you shouldn't avoid, that you must attend in first. Then around those you put in your recovery time, both before and after the prep time and the post-recovery time, whatever that means for you. It might mean self-care, it might mean time, it might mean reading, it might mean watching TV, whatever it means for you. Then you look over your 
monthly, weekly planner and you go, okay, I've got those big things in. What else can I attend? What do I want to attend? What would add energy, add spoons, so to speak? And you put those in. And beyond that, anything else, you cut. And you cut ruthlessly. Okay. Now that cutting ruthlessly comes with a cost. It comes with a social cost. You're going to have things that you're going to have to say no to. And it comes with a self-guilt cost. If you're anything like me, you will be struggling to accept the fact that you can't do everything, that you can't do what other people can do, that you can't match the expectations, real, or perceived, or otherwise, that other people seem to be able to do. That's fine. That happens. So you forgive yourself. You let go of the guilt, and you accept who and what you are. You are you. You can do what you can do, and you will do your best to do those things. But beyond that, you know, maybe you've got a condition, or maybe it's just your personality, whatever. You can only be you. So. Just be you and do what you can and then forgive yourself for it. Just um, touching back on the planning ahead and prioritizing. You know, I struggle sometimes to know what is the most important thing and what isn't. Um, so I ask those close to me. I ask, I ask my partner, my close family, close friends, like, hey, what's the the top priority that I attend? What's the lower priorities? So if, if someone tells me, like, this is something that is important to me, then I'm like, okay, you've explicitly told me I know now. So that's how we know. Beyond that. Like I said, start to forgive yourself. Just excuse me while I scuffle some papers around here. <laughs> forgive yourself. You've got to forgive yourself. You've got to let go of the, the issues. You've got to start um, just giving yourself that self-love, you know. Beyond that, you start communicating your needs and your limitations. Tell people, say, hey, this is what... I can and can't do. This is the impact. You know, this idea that mental health is invisible, make it visible, say it. You know, in the same way that someone that, you know, has a broken leg, has has issues, can't walk, can't run, can't do these things without pain or without duress or without significant limitations. These are the limitations I have. Spell it out for people. It is not obvious. It might seem obvious, but it's not. Chances are you're very good at masking. Chances are you're putting yourself aside. Chances are you're building it all up and you're going to break down later on. They won't know that. They won't see that. All they will see is what you present to them and what you tell them. So tell people. This is why I put out blogs and posts like this. If the people around me don't understand who and what I am by now, beyond that, explicitly stay, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to attend. This is why I can't attend to these things. And let them know it's not a personal attack. I'm not not attending events because it's um, because I don't like the people, necessarily. Maybe I don't. <laughs> but most of the time, it's because of me. It's an internal factor due to me. I can't do this because of my own personal inner issues. Explicitly state that. Beyond all that, have some strategies to attend the parties. You know, during the party, have some strategies to attend the parties. What are you going to do when you're there? I like to have an exit plan. Time I'm going to going to get there. Time I'm going to leave. Things to do if I need to get out. What can I do if I need to like sort of calm myself down during? Okay, I can take breaks. I can listen to music. I can go for a walk. I can give myself some downtime in a quiet room. Okay, just plan that ahead. You know, bring some headphones and just give yourself some chill out time, you know, once on the hour, every hour, so to speak. Work out what works for you. And speaking of, get some recovery time in. What do you need to do before to prepare and after to recover? So this is like self-care, but with the goal of, you know, getting through these sort of things. And I, I hate that I have to say it's like getting through, because, but, but a lot of the time it is, it's survival. So, <laughs> which sucks, but, you know, get through, do what you can to prepare yourself. 
and do what you need to do to recover. For me, recovering might mean alone time. It might mean a bath. It might mean a, you know, time with a book. It might mean time with the family. It might mean time away from the family. It might mean exercise. Whatever it means for you, do it. And, you know, don't feel guilty about doing that. And once again, I'm going to say it again, self-forgiveness. Forgive yourself and be kind on yourself. Do what you need to do to get through. And beyond that, like my hope is that, and what I'm starting to see this year is, you know, take, you know, cutting some of the stuff that I, you know, that isn't the major things, the stuff that detracts, the stuff that hurts me and, you know, being able to bring my full self to the things that are bringing me joy. I'm able to actually enjoy it rather than lament it. In the past, if you look back over the history of this podcast, what I've written and all this sort of stuff, it, it's very hard. This season is tough and people don't get it. But I'm getting better at that. And because I want to, I want to live my life. I want to enjoy my life. I want to be here and present for my life. But the only way I can do that is to make the choices I can, do the best I can and, you know, adapt, adapt the world to, to basically best suit what I need. Cause I would like to be able to attend all of the things, you know, the work gatherings, the hobby gatherings, the family gatherings, the extra stuff. I would love to be able to do it all, but I can't. But the things that I do do, I want to be able to attend with my full, energy, my full presence, rather than just trying to survive it for the next thing. Because what I was finding is, is I was attending everything, but my mind wasn't there. I was checked out and it would take me like the month of January to recover. That's not ideal. What I would prefer to do would be to cut, you know, 50% of the things, even 70% of the things, but really turn up and be fully present for those 30% of those things. Because, hey, this is where we're at. And like I said, the self-forgiveness, chances are I'm going to need time to recover. Chances are I'm going to struggle. Chances are I'm going to have some panic attacks. Okay, that's fine. If I had a broken leg and I decided to go for a walk, chances are I'm going to get a sore leg, right? I think you see the analogy. Anyway, like I said, click that link in the uh, show notes to read the full blog. And I will put some extra resources and links down there to some sort of self-care and recovery stuff, maybe to some meditation or some other self-care situations. Um, but yeah, reach out, connect with me on social media at Zach P. Phillips, review this podcast if you like it and yeah, ask any questions. I'm starting to, um, build up quite a, quite a following here. Um, and everywhere it's, it's getting, getting kind of crazy in a good way. Um, but yeah, reach out. I love to speak to topics that mean most to you. And if it's, you know, inspired by something I'm saying here or related to something I'm saying, it'll probably help me to, to share it. I suppose on that topic, I've been releasing a bunch of courses on Insight Timer. These are uh, guided meditation courses, guided um, questions, insights, all of these sort of things. There's quite a few up there. I've got one on uh, lucid dreaming, one on mindfulness meditation. Um, hopefully by the time this comes out, I've got a course that is uh, 30 days to mindfulness. Basically, it will get you meditating every day, like help you instill that habit and teach you how to meditate. I've got courses that will help you question basically the point of existence, you know, sort of shadow work sort of stuff. Kids meditation, a whole variety of things. So a lot going on there. I'll chuck some links um, in the show notes to that. Um, and I've also started putting out a bunch of courses up on Skillshare and Udemy. These are video courses, so I'll put links to all of that below. And the final thing I wanted to let you know is, is I have opened up a couple of spots of one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching. This is a place to go deep, mentoring and coaching. You have an opportunity to work with me. Um, I only take one to three clients at a time. If you're interested in that, I'll put a link. Uh, you can give it a little bit of a read to see what more I'm doing.
have a read about the, the coaching stuff I've got on offer. And if you're keen, you can book a discovery call. We'll have a little chat. If your needs meet my offerings, we'll, um, yeah, we'll work together. Anyway, check all that out. And yeah, good luck this Christmas season because it can be tough. <laughs> but if you plan ahead, if you forgive yourself, if you uh, let people know where you're at and give yourself some recovery time and, yeah, extra dose of self-forgiveness, you're going to do great. Anyway, catch up.